Ladies and gentlemen, episode 60. 60. We are out here. We for real are. Out here, out here, bro. It's been well over a year. Well, the thing about it, it doesn't seem like we started that. Like, if you look back at it, it still doesn't seem like it's that far away when we first started. So, I know it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, So Mitch may or may not be joining us. He's the one that wanted to go at the time we're going now, and now he's in my A. So we'll he probably Uber. He, he probably honestly he probably Ubered last night, and he was out. Oh, I get that, but it's four p.m. <laughs> exactly. Unless he unless he Ubered till noon, there's like no all way. night till noon. There's no way. There's like, no come way. on, now. it's four p.m. on a Sunday. Like there's, there's no games way. on. Actually, I'm a, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it because I said I said talking about the NFL games. I'm a, I'm gonna save it. <laughs> but before we get that, bro, let me tell you about some bullshit I didn't did this past week. So, is it good, it, hold on, first thing, first thing, is it good bullshit or bad bullshit? I mean, it's uh, it's, it's, it's good or bad. You know, it's bad. I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just I fucked up. So here's what happened. <laughs> So, you know, I get up early in the morning to work out. And so I got to have something to wake me up. So I usually drink an energy drink, like Bang or like LeBron's at Rise. Uh, I had a C4 today because first I just went to my brother's, uh, one of my brother's football games. So I just got back today from uh, Beaumont, Texas. It's like a four-hour drive. So in the morning. Some huh? Some slight. Yeah, not, it wasn't that bad. Uh, my mom paid for the hotel. So it was a nice little like mini like vacation. Um, and so in the morning, uh, whenever I have to drive, if I got to drive over four hours, I'll drink an energy drink as soon as I get gas and get on the road. So I, I got a C4. I've never had one. I saw a C4. I was like, let me get, I usually get a bank. Let me get this, bros. C4 is delicious. Fantastic. I might be like, I might move to straight C4 energy drinks. Really? Um, yeah. It was cause I, like, so I don't like carbonated drinks for real. Like I'm not a big carbonated guy. Like I don't drink sodas. The only time I drink something carbonated is my bang in the morning and i only drink that just so i can wake up for my workout if i didn't work out at five in the morning i wouldn't drink them like period uh, but bangs they're the bangs are strong their carbonation is like you drink it kicks you in the mouth like it's a strong yeah. carbonation but you know the flavors are great with the c4 their carbonation is it's not strong it's like a slight it's almost like so i had the twisted limeade so I saw it. I was looking at the players. Like, oh, twisted lime. That sounds, you know, sounds good. So I had it, and it tasted like legit limeade with a hint of carbonation, versus other energy drinks taste like a soda with a hint of lime in it. You know, if that makes sense. Like so a sprite, it, like a sprite with lime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the C four is so smooth, and it it tasted so good. So I might be straight C four. But anyway, that's besides the point. The only thing that I would have to say about that, I don't know if. Do you know if C4, like the pre-workout and C4, like energy drink, are they the same thing? Yeah, the same, same it's the same company. 
the only thing I have to say about that, why I probably won't try that, because when I used to use C4 for like pre-workout and everything, I used to break out real bad. So I had to switch and everything. And uh, what uh, it might be something that's in it. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. But I try to stay away from C4 stuff. So I don't know. Uh, well, I, I, I am a huge fan now. That was my first time having one. So you switching from bangs? No, you ain't doing no C4. Uh, if I if I can get them, because I get my bangs from Walmart. If I can get, if they got C4 at Walmart, I've never looked. But if they got C4 at Walmart, then yeah, I'll probably get, if they're about the same price. Now, if C4 was 50 cents, like a bangs 198 at Walmart, if C4 is 250, it's not uh-huh. worth 50 cents. It's not that I feel that. But if they're the same price, I'm for sure going C4. Cause like bangs are hard for me to drink. Cause like a bang, I got to sip on it. Cause it's so strong with C4. I can drink it like juice. And mm-hmm. the whole perp, the whole point of it is to have a bunch of it already drank, drunk, drinking, drunken to have consumed most of it before I get to the workout with bangs. I can't, cause I can't sit there and chug a bang. It's too much. The C4 mm-hmm. is it's, it's, it's lighter on the carbonation. So it's easy for me to just go ahead and chug it just so I'm ready to rock. I feel um, that. But, uh, Anyway, back to the original story. <laughs> so, you know, I drink, I, I got to pick me up in the morning. Everybody um, got to. And so, uh, are you familiar with niacin? Niacin is like a, it's a. I've heard of it, uh, but I'm not too familiar with it. Like, it's a I mean, B, it's a B vitamin. It's a, it's like a technical term for a specific kind of B vitamin, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of pre-workouts, a lot of injuries have niacin, right? And I think, hold up. Let me get these numbers right real quick. The daily dose of niacin, just so you can kind of understand. Okay, so the daily recommended dose of niacin is 16 milligrams, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get 16 milligrams, that's usually like where you want to hit for the day. That's usually, I think, uh, Bang has five, I think. Uh, the Rise Energy Drinks has 16 or 10. Most energy drinks are somewhere from 16 five to 16, somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Well, I had these niacin supplements, like a pill form that uh, I that I got from somebody for free. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I know what it is. I knew what it was, right? And I've yeah. been taking them and I was fine. Bro, I took one. And it, now this niacin, it's 500 milligrams. The daily dose is 16. I took 500. Now, what happened was I took niacin, but then I mixed it with beta alanine or beta alanine. Some people alanine, alanine, whatever. Now, what that is, it's kind of the same thing, but it's a little different. But basically, what niacin does is it, it, it the red capillaries in your skin, it, it opens them up. It dilates so blood flow can circulate. It, do, it, it helps with blood flow circulation, and you get a tingling sensation. You get flush, like your skin gets on fire, right? So I took niacin. Oh, there he is. I took niacin. And I took, hold hold on, Mitch, hold on, Mitch. I took niacin and I mixed it with beta alanine. Calvin, when I tell you, so usually when I get niacin, my face gets red hot. Like you feel like your bones are on fire. But after that, once you start lifting, you start expanding that energy, you know, you even back out and you might just be a little itchy, right? Yeah. Bro, since I mixed these two and I took way too much, I was in the gym like a crackhead, bro. I'm (laughs) scratching. And I got these pins and needles everywhere, and it was so extreme. I didn't, I couldn't finish. My, I had to go home. Every time I moved, I get really that. Bro, I'm in the gym 
I was about to peel my skin off. Was was, was video, somebody bro. looking at you? Well, I don't know, but I know <laughs> somebody was staring at me. I looked like a meth head. You know, they said like meth mites is the reason why meth heads scratch because they feel they have bugs. I felt like I had bugs crawling under my skin. And I'm just like sitting there scratching in between my sets. I I wanted to peel my skin off. You were it down was bad, weren't you? So bad. I threw down all that bad. I threw all that shit away as soon as I got home. I was like, I, I can't do that. And what, what really screwed me up is I kind of had like this PTSD from it. So later in the day, because it only lasted like a couple hours. Once it went away, later in the day, I would think about it and I would feel it, but it wasn't there. Like I had like in my head, I could just read my body's like re-going through it, but I wasn't actually going through it. Bro. That's <laughs> one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my entire life. Bro, you know the thing about it? I had that first kind of like, I know what you're talking about because when I used to use the C4 and everything, I think it was the last time that I like took it. I felt that exact same thing. Like I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's like, and plus like when I start feeling uncomfortable and I started like kind of like itching a little bit, I started thinking that people looking at me, I'm like, you know what? I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. So you usually like the beta alanine I take, it makes you it makes you itch a little bit and you get a little bit of like a flush, but mm-hmm. it's only I usually only experience it for like a few minutes right when it kicks in. And once I start working out, it goes away and like I'm I'm loose, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And it's not intense, but because I took so much, it was like on level a hundred. I couldn't even work out. It was it was awful. That's the hey, hey Mitch, ain't that you never heard Fonda say that before? I couldn't finish a workout. Bro. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. Is this boy frozen already? <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> but that's my, that's my bullshit story of the week. Bullshit. <laughs> Never again? Never again. Never again. <laughs> at least not, not 500 milligrams, at least. So, hold on. So, when you did that, that was on what, what day was that? Monday? Hmm. No, Thursday. How do you feel for the rest of the day? Because I know you had to go up and do your... Um, well, what, once it, once it like, stops, it's, like, once it, uh, after two hours, I was, like, normal. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that carried on for, like, the rest no. of the day just because it was, like, a high dosage, so... No, it just uh, it took, like, from when it started, because it started early in the workout, and it, it progressively got... Because, like, usually, it started off, like, normal. My face gets hot. My ears get hot. And that when that happens, I'm okay. Bet you know this stuff's kicking in because I I use that usually happens right before I get ready to squat. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. Bet because you know I need that get my blood flowing yada yada yada. And then usually once I start working out intense, it kind of goes away because I'm expelling the energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, my face got hot. I was okay. Bet let's rock. I got my squatting. I was straight. But then as I got done with squat, I moved on to the next day. It kept getting worse. It got more intense. I was like, oh shit. And it got more into it, more into it, and they because it never gets that high usually. And it got to the point where I was like, "Oh my god, I'm about to die." <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Bro, well, not hilarious it happened to you, but just the <laughs> it was it was an experience for sure. Jeez, but shit, man. Let's talk about these. Uh, what are we talking about? We're gonna talk about basketball first or uh, football? Let's do football real quick because I got a lot. I want to talk about for basketball. All I gotta say is. First, I didn't. I did wait, not get to watch the game, but I did see what I was wait, at the wine today. Wait, two things. Cause we got to talk about Titans last week. Cause what did I say, Calvin? When they played the Bills, they needed 
Derek Henry to run for two. They needed Ryan Tannehill to pass for two or rush for one. One, you know, Tannehill needs to get two, and they need a field goal. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't. It wasn't exactly like that, but I said we needed four touchdowns and a field goal. What did we get? We got four touchdowns, a field goal, and we got the, Derek gave us three. Tannehill got us one, and we got a field goal, and we got the dub, bro. Against a, a good Bills solid team. team. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think we were gonna win at all. Well, I didn't say I didn't think we we're gonna win, but like I said, you know, four touchdowns. It's gonna be a, a shootout. It's gonna be a yeah, four touchdowns at a field goal. I was like, that's a lot in the NFL. Like nobody's gonna average four touchdowns at a field goal against other teams. Like, yeah, that's tough. That's uh what 30, 31 points. It's very rare NFL team averages 31 points a game. So I'm like, that's okay. and it's against the Bills, a solid team. It's not like it was against, you know, the worst team in the NFL. It's against a solid team, a Super Bowl contending team. I'm like, ah. Oh, they got it done. And my boy AJ Brown had the stomach flu at the same time. Now, <laughs> this week, as in today, as in a few hours ago, my tits just beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only did we beat the Kansas City Chiefs, they didn't score a touchdown. They didn't touch the end zone, bro. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think the Chiefs are in struggle mode now? Uh, here's so what thing. week is it? What week is it? Six, seven? Yeah, something like that. So you're like halfway in the season right now almost? Here, let me – I'm trying to – here they are. So they're three and four. Here's the thing, though. The Their four losses are against – their four losses are against – the toughest teams in the NFL. They lost to the Titans. Tough. That's a tough team to beat. They lost to the Bills. It's a tough team to beat. And they lost to the Ravens. And they lost Chargers. Well, Chargers, solid. Because, wait, let me. Yes, Chargers are 4-2. So, it's not like they're losing to, like, bad teams. Jacksonville. Or, like, they're not losing to, to, to the Colts. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're losing to these washed-up teams. No, they're losing to solid teams. So panic mode, no, not just yet. But looking at the remainder of their schedule, they got Giants, Packers, tough, Raiders, tough, Cowboys, tough. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they got a tough schedule. But if, if they if they come out and beat the Giants and they at least have good games against Packers and Raiders, not yet for for they because between the Packers and Raiders, they got to beat one of those. I say if they yeah. lose to Packers and Raiders back-to-back -back weeks, it's panic mode. Fair enough. But they got to beat the – because that means – because if you look, they got – so they are uh, – what are they, three and four? So they win the Giants are four and four. Packers, they go four and five. Raiders, they go four and six. Cowboys, four and seven. They need to – out of these three games, Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, they have to win at least one. The very least one. They need to win two out of three, damn near. But that's tough. You're talking about Packers with Aaron Rodgers. You're talking about Raiders, solid team, and Cowboys. Raiders have it tough. Broncos, and they play Raiders again, Chargers again, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. Mm -hmm. So not quite yet panic mode, but 
it comes down to next year, next next week. They gotta play. They gotta have a good, solid game against uh, New York. Build the confidence up. You know, get a dub, even their record out. Then they just they they gotta figure it out those next three games. Yeah, but not sure. quite Panthers, not yet. Because Patrick Mahomes, he's putting up numbers. If you look at the past game, he's putting up numbers. He's just throwing interceptions, and most of his interceptions is him trying to do too much. Because you know we're used to him breaking the pocket scrambling and making these crazy, crazy plays, it's tough to do that consistently year after year. Eventually, you just got to calm down. If nothing there, either go, throw it away. Don't try to force it because they're, he, they're, they're playing because they got to get these dubs, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're three or four. They're trying to get wins. So he's doing everything he can. You can't fault him for the effort. It's just when you try too much, you get careless turnovers. And that's all yeah. his turnovers have been. It's just him doing too much. So, but I think they'll, I, I said figure it out, but look at their schedule, it's tough. But we'll, we'll revisit see. in two weeks. We'll revisit in two yeah, weeks. for sure, for sure. But, but the Titans, though, I didn't get oh, to watch the game, but when I was um, when I was at the Y, I was coming back, and I like they have like a little TV when you're walking out and everything. I think, uh, I don't know what quarter it was, but it was like 3 to 27. I was like kind of shocked. I was like, I think it was the third quarter, too. Yeah, and I was like, I looked at, it, I was like, is that right? Like, <laughs> hey, them boys came to play. They did. They sure did. They got a fumble recovery and an interception. Defenses. If the Titans' defense plays like they did, uh, if they, not the Bills, if they play defense like they did against the Chiefs the rest of the season, I think they got a good chance of winning the Super Bowl. They have offense, no question. We all know offensive spread when Julio comes back, when Julio's healthy, AJ Brown's healthy, Derrick Henry's healthy. Offense, there's no question. It comes down to the defense. And that's three, care. that's that's three weapons right there. And plus, like, don't underestimate Tannehill. That man can move a little bit outside the pocket. Yeah, yeah, he had a rushing touchdown too. So when when they're healthy, offense, no problem. The question always comes down to defense. I don't care how good your offense is, if you can't Stop play. Stop to other teams from scoring. You're not going to win. Just like Kansas City last year. You talking about one of the greatest offensive teams we've ever seen. Offensive minded coach too. Exactly, but because of their defense, Tom Brady got any everything. Now, obviously, the Super Bowl game in particular, their old line was hurt, so offensively they didn't do that well. But they got there. But their defense wasn't wasn't going to cut. Now their defense was decent. But you, you got to have a stellar defense to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or at least not all the time. Sometimes you get two teams that don't have that good defense and it's just a just a, a shootout. shootout. But we're talking, you know, NFL more times than not, you need a solid defense. Call, you know, that's like more college. But usually you need solid defense. Now, NBA, I watched – so I've much been, basketball bro, last week. Bro. I do. I've been as soon as I get home. Soon, soon right. As soon as I get home. You say what? As soon as I get home, that TV is either on TNT or ESPN. It, it's uh, on. Hey, my hand in the remote right here. As soon as I get home, take a shower, whatever I got to do, sit in the bed, eat some food, and just watch games until I fall asleep. So, bro, we got to address the elephant in the room. We got to talk about the Lakers. We got to talk about the Lakers. Because the Lakers, two two nights ago, 
they were down by 35. Now, to the Suns, you know, they were in the finals last year. So we're, it's not like it was down to a scrub team. Mm-hmm. But 35? Now, With this new team that they got? Right, obviously, now, we got to give it time. Obviously, we got to give yeah, it time. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not freaking out. You're talking about brand new team, whole new life. People understand is when you add the guys, the way you – when you add guys to the team the way the Lakers did, you have a whole new uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? You have a whole new, like, style of ball. But like, I got to say this, too. I got to say this, too. Yeah. I think it's – you have – that team is a well – is like, they have a lot of veterans on the team. They got people that have obviously won a championship on that team. So I feel like they're clashing just based off of just like their – like, you know, like experience and everything. Obviously, like if you have like a uh, – like a Udonis Haslam or something that's a young team, he can coach them up. They're more willing to learn and stuff. But with this team, it's just like – I feel like they're butting heads because they're just too experienced. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're butting heads at all. You, you don't think so? No. Especially with the AD and Dwight thing, bro. But did you watch the did you watch the press conference after? No, I didn't. Bro, I knew exactly what that was. They're not butting heads. Dwight, they you got you got to think about this. You've been there for they are everybody on the Lakers team wants to win. It's just like it's like this with pretty much ninety nine percent of the NBA. My, you know, maybe mine is Ben Simmons, but mm-hmm. we gotta talk com- about that soon. We they're, talk- bro, they're competitive. They're competitive. Dwight Howard, after the game, said, oh, we're all good. Like, there was no beef between us. It just got heated because we were frustrated and we really want to win and we were getting our asses beat. He didn't say this exactly. But basically what he's saying is we got asses beat. We were all frustrated and we both just want to win. He's like, there's no beef between me and AD. Like, it was just, we were just, we're both passionate about the playing game. I was like, you know, when that happened, I was like, people like, oh, they're buddy. I was like, they're not butting heads. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because this is that it's not even because people are acting like this is the first time they put don't don't forget Dwight was there when they won two years ago. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They played together. Like this isn't like new. So I know that it wasn't something like personal. They were just frustrated because they were they were down 35. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Dwight was frustrated. You can tell he's frustrated on the court because he don't want to, you know, nobody wants to lose by 35. That's all yeah. that was. Now here's what I here's what I like to see. If the if Lakers had played like they did in the fourth quarter of the whole game, the Lakers would have won by 35. Lakers scored outscored the Suns in the fourth quarter, I think, almost 40 to 16. Something crazy. If if, if Phoenix didn't have that huge lead to begin with, it would have been a different story. What Mitch talking about? What is that? <laughs> Laptop restarting. Oh. Uh, anyway. You done uh, bad. <laughs> but here's here's what I like to see. Here's what I like to see. Everybody, so here's the thing. Because I had this conversation with my, my group message. Lakers, with the starting lineup they start with, Lakers have a – I don't like the starting lineup. Because you got – first of all, I would start Dwight Howard before I just start DeAndre Jordan. I like DeAndre Jordan, but I'm just talking logistically. I would do that. But with their lineup they have to start with, there's no space. You got Westbrook and you got DeAndre Jordan. Two out of the three guys that aren't good shooters or aren't good three-point shooters. So you have no spacing. Um LeBron is shooting his ass off from the three. We know AD can hit him when he needs to. And uh, who is – is it Kent Bazemore that starts at the two? Maybe. He, I think, yeah. I, man, he, he's been solid so far past few games, past couple uh, couple games. So I'm like, okay, you know, he's hit them when he needs to. Now, they're down 35. What do they do? They switch their lineup. They move AD to the five, Metal to the four, LeBron to the three, that white dude to the two, Westbrook at the one. Everybody on the court besides Westbrook, can hit the three. 
So you're talking about ultimate spacing. And you're still able to run the pick and roll with uh with AD and Westbrook, right? That could so here's what happened when they had that lineup in and the coach stuck with it, because even the commentators like, oh, I'm surprised their starters are still in, you know, whatever, whatever. They got the game within nine points. They were down 35. That lineup brings it back within nine. I'm like, wait a minute now. Because I think they're still playing around with uh rotations. Because, you know, the initial thing was to have Melo as to run with the second unit so he can be your number one or number two guy, depending if AD's in or not. That gives LeBron rest. You still got guys that can score. You run Melo with the second unit. Here's the problem. If the your one guy that gives you the spacing you need is on the bench when the ones are in, you have a spacing problem. Because here's what people don't understand. Melo shot 40% from the three-point last year. 40%. So all my friends be like, man, Lakers have no space. I, I say in the group, he's on the bench because they have Melo on the bench because he'll start. When they put it, when they had him in with the spacing, Melo's hitting the threes and clutch times. You know, LeBron does what he does. That's the lineup they need to roll. Now, uh, I forget that white dude's name. I, I think he's a rookie. But uh, whether you start him or not, I don't know. But he has a strap. That's what I do know for a fact. That it's, man has a strap. That's the dude from Oklahoma, if I'm thinking. Is he going to do this year? Yeah. If that's he what has talking about he yeah he he's certified strap. Whether you start him or not, I don't know. But you can easily put Kent Bazemore in there and still have a solid uh, defensive presence. But what about Malik Monk, bro? Is he not getting PT? No, he he gets he gets he got a good amount of PT last time. But he comes I off think the bench. That's gonna but be like the, the, I think later down the season, like he might be their go-to guy off the bench. You know, that, to that, that that's, what I was about, that's what I was about to say. What I would do is have that lineup they had with starting Westbrook. Uh, the white dude, I'll learn his name. Uh, the white dude. It's Austin Reeves, I think. Yeah. Uh, so Westbrook, Reeves, LeBron, Melo, AD. That's your starting five. Then when you need scoring off the bench, you got Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore. Like you got guys that can get you buckets off the bench. And then you still have Dwight Howard that gets you the rim protecting. So that way, if you want to roll with a bigger line like Dwight Howard and Westbrook with the pick and roll, or don't forget, we got Rondo. And Dwight Howard to pick and roll. We, you got. I think that's a better lineup for their depth, and and at and, least for the vision from point guard because Rondo's a pass first type of guard. But hey, but now, but now he's, he's not afraid he's to let it fly from three. He's developing a three point game. Yeah. So, uh, because uh, I wish I knew his stats. The past few games, he if he's open, he's hitting the most. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because the game before this, when I was pissed, they didn't have Melo in the, the game to close. He shot 50% from the three. 50%. When you're down 35 or when you're down in, in fourth quarter, you need threes. Why is your best – Melo's their best three-point shooter. Whether people want to accept or not, he shot 40% last year. Nobody else uh, – actually, there might have been one other person. But I think on the Lakers, nobody last year shot 40% from the three. I think, I think THT might have, but – Melo's their best three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Why is he on the bench when you need to close the gap? You know what I'm saying? But that's just me ranting because he's my favorite. Obviously, I'm biased. Now, we can get to other teams because uh, the Nets, bro, the Bucks, they look good, bro. They I might, mean, be, dude, they might like, be right back. I mean, dude, I'm I... – what Giannis is doing just in these past few games, just shooting the ball, I'm just like, we, we – they might unlock the beast, bro. Like, obviously they can't bro. control him going to the lane. Now he's hitting step backs and 
one foot jumpers from the free throw line. I'm like, oh no, it's over now. If he keeps that up, it's over, bro. Nobody yeah. like he might he pff, shit, man. <laughs> we might be in store for like greatness <laughs> before our eyes, to be honest. But man. Where's uh here, give me yeah, Ronald's shooting 50% from the three so far. Uh and my my dark horse team, the Miami, Miami's looking good too. Mm-hmm. Cause you got Cal Lowry, you got Jimmy Buckets, Tyler Hero is playing his ass off. They they got a dang bam out of bio. They're they got a dangerous team. And then uh Victor Oladipo they, when he gets the, healthy. Off the bench. Come on now. Come Bro, on. Bro, like come on, Skip. Dude, for the for the East, the East is a toss-up right now. Same thing with the West, man. I just don't know who's I just don't know, man. Like, cause on the West, you got obviously you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers, you got Denver, you got Phoenix. Who else? Who else you got that might be a contender out there too? Um is that it? Wait, you're talking about from east or west? No, Hold from up. the west. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna pull up the divisions right now. You said west. Mm-hmm. All right. So here here it's tough because in the west. So you got Jazz. You, I'm, these are the standings. So while I'm going to go through and all the teams you look at, you think of teams that can do damage in the playoffs because it's starting to get – it's kind of like the – I'll talk about, like I said, the NFL. But in the NBA, it's starting to get super competitive in general because, look, you got the Jazz, Warriors, Nuggets, Portland, Dallas, Phoenix, Clippers, Lakers. Like that's – any one of those teams could be dangerous. Like, you got to show up to play these guys, especially in the playoffs. Exactly. And the thing that's crazy, like, the East, dude, the East is just the same way. You got the Bucks, you got Celtics, you got the Nets, 76ers, if they can figure out their whole situation, if they can get Ben on the right track. Um, the Heat, Raptors. Like, Knicks. Knicks, Hornets. Hornets might be asleep. They might hey, be a young team, but Atlanta. Like don't forget Atlanta. They made it to the East Conference Finals. Like exactly. Oh, bro, it's it, tough. it is. It is, man. I it, it's a toss up, bro. Like Bulls are three and zero. The Bulls been. I think adding Lonzo, Caruso, and uh, DeRozan, best probably the best decision that that organization has made in a long time. Oh yeah, bro. So, somebody was. I was at the gym Friday. We were we were watching the games before we were about to leave, and some dude was like, "I was like, man, the Bulls." Yeah, we saw. I said something about the Bulls. Like we're talking about teams that like are going to be good this year, uh, based on who they added. I was like, man, Bulls are going to be a team to watch out for. They're like, yeah, but they didn't really add any defense. I was like, what? Say, like, bro, they added Demar Derozan, one of the best two way players, and they added Alex Caruso. Like, what are you talking about, dude? You got Lonzo Ball, dude. He's a deep, like, dude. Lonzo Ball's turned into a two way player, bro. Yeah, but he's well, turned- I could tell that uh, the dude that I could tell dude, the dude that said that he's not like he's not in depth in basketball. Like, he likes basketball, he watches it, but, but he doesn't watch it like you and me. Yeah, no, he doesn't watch from an analytical standpoint. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying, like. Like, uh, so I don't know about how you watch. When I watch football and basketball, I'm watching from, like, a 
analytical standpoint of breaking down what I'm seeing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, especially football, because uh, I know from a higher level, like the whatever, whatever, but mm-hmm. I, I watch those games as if I'm watching film, not watching a game. That's how I am with basketball, bro. Yeah, that's I know, how I watch like, all that stuff. With, with football, I don't really understand, like, the formations and everything like that, but basketball, like, as soon as they come across half court, they set up their offense, I'm like, Okay, they're about to sort of pick here. Somebody's yeah, gonna play yeah. to, the, to the left, like you're all like, that. Right, like, you're like dissecting it when you watch it. That, yeah, yeah, because like you can definitely like, when they set a pick, you can start seeing the different options that could possibly come out of it. Like, oh, you can kick out to the corner. Oh, you can go straight to the, ba- the basket if the lane's open, or you can just lob it up, or you can do like a throwback if somebody shuffles up to the top of the key. Like, there's so many. I mean, that's just how my brain works. Yeah, because I've been around. Because like I said, I've been around basketball so long, so. Yeah, I can, but when I talk back, so you know me, I can talk back, especially basketball. I can talk football too, but I like, you know, basketball is like my first love in terms of sports. Mm-hmm. I can talk basketball forever. If somebody came over and they just want to talk basketball all day, I can talk basketball all day. You know, and, you know, you know what I think I like about basketball so much more than football, to be honest. Football is you play offense and defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't I play separate. Both. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, when, 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 like, obviously, like, you have your athletes that, like, maybe, might, might be like a cornerback or safety that is a kick returner or something like that or punt returner yeah. and stuff like that. But, it's, but usually you're, like, if you're, you're, if you play offense, you play offense. If you play right, defense, yeah. you play defense, you know? With basketball, Basketball, bro, you got, it's you're interchangeable. On the court, yeah, if you're on the court, you're doing everything. It's interchangeable, bro. Yeah. You, in, in basketball, you don't really have a man. You have to pick up whoever is in the closest distance to you. You have to be able to play both sides of the floor. Like, Basket, yeah, basketball's more fluid. Yeah. And, like, then, and I, I think with I think with basketball, since it's like basketball's a game to run is a game of run, in my opinion. Like depending on who you have out there on the court and everything is obviously gonna dictate, you know, how the you know how the run is gonna go and everything like that. But I mean, there's so many different like scenarios in basketball, dude, that that can that can just happen, you know. Like, you can be – like, the thing about basketball, you can be up 12, and then the next time out, you can be down six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that reminded me of what I went – one thing I wanted to say about Westbrook uh, with the Lakers. Because, you know, the first game, he kind of – he kind of wet the bed, which, you know, he's always kind of started off rough in the season. And, I, you know, I said, like, uh, last year with the Wizards – I'll first, give him the benefit of the doubt. New team, new scenario. Like, yeah. you got to find a Because with the uh, Wizards – remember the Wizards, the first month, the first – Maybe the first quarter of the season last year, they were 13th. Don't forget, they were 13th in the East, like 13th, 14th East. Westbrook wasn't playing that well. You talk about went on a finish the season averaging a 20 plus point triple double, and they got in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. and they were like 14th, uh, they might have been 15th at one point. So, like, so you know, time, but anyway, last game, what I want this, what I wanted to mention is played a lot better. But if you notice, this is why I think adding Westbrook was a huge deal. They were this is when they were down in the 35, 30, high 20s, whatever. I was watching, you know, like we said, we when we we, we dissect the game we watch. Mm-hmm. I saw Westbrook hit, you know, when he hits that next gear and he hits that fuck it, and it's 104 and he's going to the cup. Yeah. He started that, I think, late third, maybe early fourth, where he was like, all right, transition, I'm going. He started that high motor, right? He's going, he missed a couple of some free throws here and there, but he was going, going, going. He was full throttle. When he started that, the rest of the team followed. That's when they got the game down to nine points. 
That mm-hmm. was literally because Westbrook said, hold my beer. It's time for me to kick it in next year. Oh, bro, that's a, that's a T-shirt. That's a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But that he hit that high. You need, I feel like the Lakers need that high mode. He's a veteran. He's a veteran that plays like he's still trying to prove something. Like he's a right, or just like he still plays like he's young in a sense of like, yeah, he's 32, 33, still the fastest guy on the court. He's still 104 to the cup. It doesn't Most matter. aggressive down the court, too. Exactly. That's what the Lakers need. And you kind of saw how his energy was contagious to the team, and they went on the run. Now, all they got to do is him, if he can start the game like that and get the team running in the first quarter, then what, Then he can just put the car in cruise control, and they're going 110 miles an hour on cruise control. Tom Brady just threw a hell of a pass to uh, Evans on What's the one-yard the- line. What's the score? It's three to twenty something. Like the oh. Bucks are easily going to win this game, but that was just a hell of a. Oh, uh, who are they playing again? Bears. Let me let me ask you this: If uh, who do you think the would uh, would you say Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time? Or like who would who do you think's the greatest quarterback of all time? If you don't think it's Tom Brady. Um. I mean, bro, if we're just going off of straight numbers and everything, my personal favorite, my personal favorite, not favorite, but because my personal favorite is Melo, but I don't think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. Who do yeah. you think, in your opinion, is the greatest quarterback of all time? Like in our generation? No, all time. Period. Point blank. Period. See, see, see. Bro, I don't know I, football like that, so I can't go I, back I get that, that but just in your opinion, give me I'm a name. A, I, then I would say Tom Brady, in my okay. opinion, because that's, that's okay. the only person that Look, I know. That's, that's, just, that's just a side question, because here's my here's the real question. If he wins, let's say he goes to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl this year, back-to-back with a brand-new team, is there any argument for anybody else that's the greatest quarterback of all time? Like, right now, I feel – well. I personally, I think even right now, there's no argument. Once he won with the Bucks last year, I think that's solidified. There's no argument. But some people still might think there's. A, I feel like if he wins another one, he goes. He's with the Patriots. Lost. You know, remember when he was with the Patriots? It's all about is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? You know, nobody knows. Obviously, it's a combination of both. But you know, that was the big thing because he was getting ready to leave. Now, now he's with the Bucks. Everybody's like, we'll find out if it was the if it was Belichick in the system or if it was Tom Brady. Well, obviously, we found out that because the, the Patriots missed the uh, playoffs for the first time in ever since we've been alive, basically. <laughs> and Tom Brady, first year with this team, win the Super Bowl. Now, if he were to go back to back with this new team, I don't think you can make a case for any other quarterback that has walked this earth as to who is like, the best quarterback of all time. I, I, I don't think. I don't think there's one now, but I think, if he I, wins this year, that's it. His eight rings, my, Calvin. Eight. Let, let, me say, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. No, 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 I'm agreeing with you. This is this is my first thing because at first I was just like at first it was it was Aaron Rodgers and um what's it called Tom Brady were like my top two. Yeah, yeah. A few years ago, okay. I, my few years ago, I actually had Aaron Rodgers over Brady. So let me, tell you, let, me tell, let me tell you how Aaron Rodgers slowly started getting out of it. It's not nothing – well, obviously, he hasn't went to the Super Bowl or anything, so that's going to obviously affect, like, my decision. But the Atlanta Super Bowl, 
came back and beat them. Down by 25. That's impressive. That was hell of impressive. And then, obviously, beat the Chiefs, obviously. No, no, hold on. What was the last Super Bowl that he – was the last Super Bowl when he went to the uh, – when he played against Atlanta when he was a Patriot? Who? Tom. Before last year? Yeah. Uh, when was know. it? That was 2019, right? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It, it couldn't have been that long ago. It's so like that. he did that, went to the Bucks, won a Super Bowl. They're five and one right now, bro. I can really if Kansas City doesn't get I, I, I can see them going back. I, I, I can see them going back to be honest. Just because of the way they're playing right now and everything. So uh, I'm trying to find when are his when were his Super Bowls. Yes. Okay, listen to this. I looked up I I got his stats. First of all, statistically, it, like straight numbers, he's the greatest of all time. You're looking at pure numbers. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, just like when I talk to when I talk to well, hang on, we'll get to that later because that's we're gonna get sidetracked. Career stats, okay? He's played in he's played in three hundred okay three hundred seven games, whatever. His his record as a quarterback is two hundred thirty five and seventy. He's only lost seventy games, and his twenty plus how many total years has he played? And it's twenty years. He's only lost seven games. Bro, he was he he was drafted in two thousand. Bro, he has. 20- right, this is twenty first year. He has lost only seventy games. He has eighty one thousand two hundred sixty eight passing yards. He's averaged seven point five yards of pass. He has five hundred ninety eight touchdowns. He'll probably get to six hundred, might be by the end of this game. And he's only thrown one hundred ninety four interceptions. This man is a 14-time Pro Bowl, three-time All-Pro, seven Super Bowls, three MVPs, a Hall of Fame All-2000s, Hall of Fame All-2010s, 2007 AP Playoff Player of the Year, 2007 Burt Bell Award, 2009 AP Comeback of the Year, I guess, another Comeback of the Year, 2009, 2010 Offensive Player of the Year. Bro, so look at this. So it was 2017 when he had the comeback against the Falcons, right? Right. 2017. Still with the Patriots. Um, and he led in passing yards that year. Yeah. And yards Came back numbers. two years later, 2019. Beat the Rams. Beat them by 10. Still with the Patriots. Last year. Yeah, dude. Like, if he gets one more, especially, like, with the same, with the team that he just wanted with last year, I mean – you you can't argue. I'm looking at his record. You can't he only argue. he only has one year of not winning ten more, ten games or more. And t- 2002, his third year, they went nine and seven. Okay, not that's still a winning team. He's never had a losing season. It's still a winning team. But every other season besides 2000, and then I won't count 2008 because he only played one game, and it says one and zero. Him as a you know that doesn't count, so we won't count that year. But every other year he has won at least ten games. Every year besides two thousand two, he has won ten games, bro, at the least. And I mean, honestly, he's only won ten games twice. Every all the other ones are eleven or more. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't know how you would even size up 
bro, St- 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 is the greatest of all time. Just like when I talked to, I was, I wasn't arguing with a, one of the guys I used when I was at the gym. He's a, he's an older guy. He's an MJ fan. He thinks MJ's the greatest player of all time. And then, you know, he asked me who my, I think I said, obviously LeBron James. And then, you know, we kind of, we didn't get to arguing, but we were just having an intellectual debate of who's better, why is better, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But yada, yada, yada. And I said, well, here's what I can say. Statistically, you can't say, but MJ's better than LeBron, statistically. And he was like, you're right. Now, obviously, when you talk about who's better. At least he said that because some people would be like, no, you're wrong. But like, you can't, statistically, you can't argue against it. Now, obviously, who's better stats are a little, you know, stats are numbers, but numbers are for interpretation. So like, you know, you can have better stats and not be a better, uh, a better, you could be, hey, you have better stats and not be the better of two or people in, uh, in debates. Just like uh, uh, the leading scorer in the NBA as of right now is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? But I don't think he's the best center to ever play, even though he has mm-hmm. the most points out of any person that's ever played. I think Shaq is the best center. I think Shaq will, you could argue, or but I think Shaq's the greatest center ever played, but Shaq's not first. Dom- but, but, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has better stats. But most most people would agree that Shaq is the greatest center of all time. Most people. Obviously, the all heads would say Kareem, but – you could bring you could bring up some stuff with Shaq, but that's because Shaq, the re- the, what's his Shaq's favorite is dominance physically. There's no there's well you could argue in general there's no stats for dominance. He was physically dominant. That doesn't show up in like a you get a physical dominance stat. Like if you dunk on somebody, that's a physically dominant stat. You know there's no stat. Now obviously you could say because of his rebounding idea, but like think about this. He Shaq was a true center and. Closer to modern day era basketball. Remember, this is closer because this isn't that long ago. He has a scoring title. Let that sink in. A center, a true center, not a stretch center, a true center and modern day basketball. No mid range straight back to back. Exactly. Has a scoring title. And modern day basketball. Now, Criminal Jabbar probably probably only had four moves. Probably the drop step, the little hook, the little turnaround. Like, there's, I mean, I mean, when you're a post player, bro, there's only so many moves you have. So, like, where, right. where, where you're a guard, you can break somebody down and get to the rim and do whatever you want. Now, here's the counter argument because Kareem Abdul Jabbar, obviously the leading scorer in the NBA, he obviously, wait, let me just make sure. Uh, how do you spell this dude's name? Okay, here we go. Just type in Kareem, he'll pop yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he has way more scoring titles than Shaq. Uh, okay. Oh, not way more. He has two scoring titles. Shaq has Shaq has one scoring. Oh, they both have the same amount of scoring titles. Okay. But they have the same amount of scoring titles. But here's the thing. You could argue that Kareem's two scoring titles, same thing. That he was a true center. Yada, yada. But you got to think about when Kareem played in the 70s. Up to the 80s, that's not modern day basketball. Like a three, the three-point game, you know, it's a different game. So that's why like stats are for interpretation, because you're talking about Shaq, Shaq played, played in an era where Shaq played in an era where it was dominant centers. Like you had what well, you well, not centers, but like just post players in general. You had Tim Duncan, you had uh what's the dude from um the Spurs to the Saints? I forgot. David Robinson. Huh? David Robinson. Robinson. You had him. You had who else, bro? I can't even. He think. played. He, had, uh, he played against uh, uh, Hakeem Ajuan. Mm-hmm. He played against uh, 
what's that dude? Uh, uh, Mutombo. He, he played against a lot of. A lot, a lot of, of bit, a lot of like when the center when it was the true center era, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. But he, yeah, and, and but he also has he had to play against Yao Ming. Like, come on, bro. But he also has scoring titles. Yes, yes, uh, you could argue, and he has he has he, he has a ton of scoring in an era where true, the true center era was dying off. Because like you know back then people were shooting threes. You know, threes were really a thing. That's why when you talk about MJ, nobody that's an MJ fan brings up three-point shooting because that wasn't really part of the game because he was not a very good three-point shooter. But mm-hmm. stats, interpretation. You, that's why when I argue against uh, players, I don't really use three-point shooting against MJ because that just wasn't the error, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. But now today, also, people pulling up from half court and everything, that's oh, ridiculous. It's crazy how it evolved, like, from 20 years ago to now, bro. Yeah, Michael Jordan shot 32% from the three. But the thing about it, too, man. Which, I mean, it's, it's not that bad. 30, but the thing about it, though, 30. man, is, 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 is the game is always going to keep on evolving. Like, as, we, as, the, as the years go by and everything, we're going to start seeing guards having dumb athleticism. 6'10 dude, 7-footer dude being just way more skilled than probably guard, not as guard, like more than guards, but probably up to the skill level of guards. I mean, dude, it's just, it's crazy. Like, like what's the, like, well, what's the average height right now in, in the NBA? Like 6'7, six, 6'8, six, six, something six, like that? 6'7? No, I was going to be like 6'4. Look it's, it up right now. It's not, it's not I that. I guarantee he's around like 6'6. Six, six, six. Six. It's 6'6. But, do the average back about 20 years ago, bro. Uh, 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 actually, I don't even know if it will let you go back that far. But. Well, the problem is it says height and weight throughout NBA history. The average NBA height is six, six foot six point three, uh, which is the lowest over the past 41 years. So Are you serious? people have gotten shorter. The last decade was was the first in the history of the league where an NBA player got shorter than a decade before. But here's the thing. It's in your defense, though. Like I said, stats, interpretation. The reason why it's like that is because, like you said, players are becoming more athletic. So shorter guards are getting into the league off of athleticism. You got guys like Trey Young, like Chris Paul, guys that are six foot, six foot one. You got guys like Westbrook, six foot three, six foot four, Harden. You got guys like that coming in, dummy athletic, and because of the shooting, uh, revolution in shooting, you don't have to be six foot eight to get a good to get a shot off. Now, you can be mm-hmm. Steph Curry, six three. You can be short with handles and athletic as hell, and you can get shots off because of the three point shooting. You don't have to be tall anymore. Just like Isaiah Thomas with the Celtics, this man averaged thirty plus points a game at five foot eight. Not because he was, you know, able to get in there, back people down, and post up. No, because this dude has dummy handles, quick as shit, and he can shoot from 30 feet. Right, he shoots from 30 feet. Uh, I was talking to somebody at the gym. He's like, if you got great handles, you can can pretty much get whatever you want. You can control the game. You can literally control the whole game. Exactly. If you know, if you got a guy like, that's like, that's just like uh, the reason why you see people like, like Chris Paul, when he gets the ball and he sees like a DeAndre Jordan's on him, and you, if you notice when they, when they ISO, they, they back out, pull out because he knows that 
All I got to do, let's say, if I want to get to the elbow, we're on the right wing, I want to get to that elbow or I want to get to the free throw line. If I can make a move and turn his hips to the right, cross him back left, I get to my spot and get the shot off, regardless if he's seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. It's like that. But back in the day, 40 years ago, guards weren't doing shit like that. Guards weren't doing nothing like that till get till Allen Iverson came in the game and said, hold my beer. I'm going to get any bucket I want because I'm going to open your hips. That's when the playground park started coming into the league, I feel hey, like. I feel like, you know, there's guys like Allen Iverson, obviously Steph, that and MJ LeBron that changed the game. Dirk changed the game. And that's why the hype. If you, you know, break it down, like, that's what I'm assuming. I don't know for a fact, but. Mm-hmm. For oh, sure, for sure. Wait a minute. This says the current height is 6'7". I think that, oh, this is the height for this year, not over the past oh. decade. Because that other number was 6'6". Six, six, that's for the past decade. But this okay. year, the average height is, oh, wait. The average height for the 2019-20 season 2020 is 6'6", the Lord. Okay. Then. Oh, they break it down by point, by position. Oh, uh, fair enough. Because the, av- well, the average, it was, the average height is, uh, for point guards, is six feet. Oh, and what also, what that number that makes the previous decade higher, Magic Johnson was 6'9". Mm. So like you had guys like Magic Johnson and 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 was, uh, Larry wasn't a point guard, was he? Mm-hmm. Even though they played him as a point guard, Larry Bird. They Larry played Bird him as a point guard. Dudes, you really couldn't put in a category. He's just yeah. out there. Uh, and they talk about Ben Simmons for this year or for current. Let's see what the average height for small forwards is. Six. Uh. Ooh. In the 1950s, the average height was 6'4 for small forwards. Right now, the average height is 6'7. That makes sense. Power forwards in the 50s. Uh, power forwards, the average height is like 6'9, 6'10. It doesn't say where it was. Sinners. Ooh, in the 50s, the average center height was 6'8. Now it's 6'11.9. So in the in the in the post game, the numbers are a little bit higher. It's the guards where the numbers are down that makes the overall height, whatever. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. But bro, uh, you're talking about movies. Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the the movies. movies. Oh, dude, yeah. bro! I, I'm just saying, I, I got some movies. I uh, I'm excited that are about to come out. But you you said you saw Dune, right? I saw Dune's in the theater, but it's obviously on HBO Max. So obviously, check that out. Find it. I'll probably watch it to uh, maybe Tuesday night. It's long. It's long. I'm gonna just let you know that. So have some yeah. dedicated time. Um, That's nothing new. I mean, if it's not a long bro, movie, like, it's not good nowadays. Those type of like. Obviously, you know, DC movies, Marvel, that's not really top of my thing. Like, Star Wars movies, all that. Bro, Dunes. Bro, they said Dune is, like, the next Star Wars. 
I didn't know that at all. I didn't like when I when when we booked the tickets. I had no. I didn't know anything about the movie or anything. I asked Mitch why we're in the line. No, I asked Mark why we're in the line. I said, "What's this movie about?" He's like, "Dude, it's something like Star Wars." I'm like, "Man, I might not like this shit, bro." Bro, I've been told you like these movies are lit. That junk has me hooked. But the thing about it is based off of a book series, and that movie was part one. I think there's like yeah. 15 books. So. Yeah, that's why I would say it's gonna be like the next big, uh, like, you know, Star Wars has eight or whatever now, nine, I don't know. And uh, they're saying like, it's like the next Lord of the Rings, which are like, I think there's six. Like, it's supposed to be the next big, like, what you call it. But the thing about it, bro, is like, the end of the movie leaves you on such a big cliffhanger. You're just like, damn, like, I can't wait till the next one comes out. But action, production, all that stuff. A plus plus. Bro, plus. you're so <laughs> late, bro. You gotta get on these Marvel Marvel movies. They're on the same shit. Like if you like those kind of movies, it's the same shit. It's just different plot in terms like the action, the production, the the visual effects. Because mm-hmm. look, Marvel, bro. Marvel first. I went and saw Venom, which I don't want to talk about it because it, it it was disappointing. I was expecting something else, but it's a great setup. Because the 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 uh, the end credit sets is, is a part of the setup for you know Marvel's like this huge thing. Well, mm-hmm. Eternals come out in a couple weeks, all right. Which they're basically like gods. Okay. Then we have the movie of the century, Calvin. Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. This is the whole multiverse thing. They're opening up. They're they're blowing up the whole universe. Then we got Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. You got another Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. We got a Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Marvels, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumanium, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, a Fantastic Four. And they're coming out with an X-Men, a Blade, a Captain America 4. A Blade? Is Wesley Snipes in it? No, Wesley Snipes is way too old, Calvin. (laughs) Uh. No, you can't watch. You can't watch this movie unless you watch the other. They're all connected. Come on now, you know the Shit. deal. That's why I'm trying to tell you to catch up now, so you're caught up. But Captain Shit. America four, a I'm Deadpool sorry. three, bro, it's about to get lit. It's about to get crazy, lit, bro. All right, fine. I already did my my daily shit already. Like I'm chilling for the rest of the day. I might have to do a little work stuff, but all right. After this, I'm gonna hit you up, bro. No bullshit. I'm gonna hit you up after this, like. We'll see. Sign dotted everything. I'm gonna hit well, you up. <sighs> what streaming? You said everything's on Disney Plus, right? Yes, they have. Let if you go to Disney Plus, they have okay. a section where they have it in order for you to watch. For okay, okay. okay. All you gotta okay. do is hit play, and them bitches are just it gonna roll. Okay, okay. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You let me know which ones you're watching, and I'll let you know if you have to pay attention or if you can just get through it. Because there's some of them where you need to sit your ass down. You need to pay attention. And then there's <laughs> there's some there's others where, like, if you got shit you need to do as well, you can kind of just have it on and, you know what I'm saying? Like, get, yeah. you, uh, you can multitask. There's some of them you can multitask. There's some of them they can put your shit down and <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. But uh, it's so lit. And then once you get, like, you'll get to the point You'll get to the point where, like, the movies themselves, like, you know, right now, like, you need motivation to watch it. Once you mm-hmm. get to a certain point, the movies themselves are going to, you're going to get done with the movie, like, oh, shit, 
Like, you know, like they'll, they'll motivate themselves. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, you got to catch up, especially for the next big, like, Avengers or Dark Avengers. I don't know what they're doing. But before the next big movie comes out, that way you'll know what's going on. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know so many people, they'll watch, they'll watch like, a Civil War or some shit. And they'll be like, I didn't like Civil War. I was like, what do you mean you don't like Civil War? Like, Civil War is a great movie. Uh, I was like, what do you mean you don't like Civil War? I was like, I don't know. I, you know, it's just a lot going on. I was like, well, have you seen the 15 movies before that? Like, no, I haven't. That's the first Marvel movie I've seen. <laughs> Civil War is like a mosh posh of all the other movies. Like, you won't understand shit about <laughs> Civil War if you don't watch the ones before it. Because Civil War is, it's literally like when you come into Civil War, everything's established. Characters are established. The plot's established because it's based, it's uh, backing off of the third, uh, it's backing off of, uh, piggybacking off of Age of Ultron. So if you haven't seen Age of Ultron, you won't get, like, they talk about Sokovia and Accor, yada, 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 yada. You won't understand any of it. You'll just be in there like, well, shit, who is that? Uh. You can't do that. And that it frustrates me because then people are like, I don't really like the Marvel stuff because I don't get it because they start, they'll start a movie 17 when you got to watch from one, you've got to watch it in order. You know, yeah. they're like a show, but the episodes are two hours long. It's damn near how it is. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, could, I just never got into it. You know, I, I watched Infinity War. I just didn't get it. I was like, what? You can't start off at Infinity War? Oh, I can't. Oh, Jeez. Pop my back. I guess Mitch isn't going to join us because he had to restart his laptop. And he got an Apple computer. He got an Apple one, too. Come on. I thought he was using a little, like, Dell or some shit. <laughs> I can't. Well, my I love my iPad, but outside of that, my phone, bro. Speaking of phone, I well, let have me, a mental breakdown. <laughs> let me break this down for you. I, I messed up. I messed up this morning. So, you know, I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to stack it. I'm trying to put as much money to the side as I can. I want to stack up a lot of money before I graduate, just so I have something to sit on when I graduate. Because I don't, you know. Hopefully, I can get right into something. But if not, I you know you got, got something to, back up to right, for a minute. right. But but to do that, I got to pay off these 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 damn credit card bills because I I basically maxed out my credit card bills just to move out here to to go to grad school. Damn, but I'm working on I'm working on it. But money's tight, basically. What I'm saying. So I was looking at my phone bill because uh, my parents they pay for so much of my stuff, you know, and I kind of feel bad with them paying like my insurance, my car insurance, like all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? You know, a while ago, I was, like a year ago, my I was like, you know what, Dad, I can do my phone bill. I can take care of my phone bill. You know, give give them some relief. You know what I'm saying? Because they help me out. I want to get on my own as fast as possible because, you know, I feel bad. So I looked at, you know, I was looking at a uh, phone stuff. You know, I got Straight Talk. I love I to this day to this point, I love Straight Talk. Straight Talk has been fantastic. You can choose uh which SIM card. So there's like a Sprint SIM card, it's like a T-Mobile SIM card, a Verizon SIM card, and it's just using the same towers as Verizon. T-Mobile, whatever. And I had Verizon. I love Verizon. So I just picked the Verizon Tower. So it's the same shit as Verizon, basically. But it's cheaper. And so, um, you know, and I'm trying to save money. I was like, well, my phone bill was $60 a month, which is still cheaper than Verizon, like $75 for one line. Because they say Verizon, like, starting at $35. If you look at the fine print at the bottom, it's $35 if you have four lines. It's not $35 for one line. That's, yeah. what, they, that's what they don't tell you until you get grown and you figure this shit out for yourself. <laughs> And so I'm like, well, let me look at my data. Cause like the, the app breaks down how much data you use over the, the month or whatever. I 
worst case scenario, I use five gigs. Like, and that's like, if I am just out in the middle of nowhere forever and I'm just destroying my data, five. I usually use like two because I'm at home on Wi-Fi when I'm on class, I'm at, when I'm in, on campus, I'm on Wi-Fi. When I'm at the gym, I'm on Wi-Fi. I'm on Wi-Fi everywhere except for when I'm driving. So I only use like two gigs the whole month. And I had this huge unlimited plan for, 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 for 60 after 10. So I was like, you know, I don't need this much data. I'm only using five worst case scenario. Let me downgrade because there's a 10 gig plan for 30. I was like, oh, bet 30, say less, downgrade it. Calvin, here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. Well, you know, 5G is huge now. The 10 gigs was at 4G. I have a 5G phone. So when I tell you, I have basically no service. Because I have a 5G phone. I have 10 gigs of 4G. So I can text. I can call. I can't FaceTime. I can't load Safari. I can't load any social media. Anything outside of texting and calling. Even won't... if you're on Wi-Fi? No. If, if I'm on Wi-Fi, it's fine. I'm saying if I'm on just my service, I can't load anything. You better change that. Well, let me get there. <laughs> So like when I like when I went to to, to Beaumont uh, this weekend, I had to set the GPS at home on, on the Wi-Fi before I left. Cause like once you set the GPS, once it's set, you're good. It'll mm -hmm. take me my route. It like even if I miss a turn, it'll reroute. I'm good. But you have to, I have to set it while I have Wi-Fi. So when I came back before I left the hotel while I was on the hotel Wi-Fi, I set my GPS here so I get back. Uh huh. So, so I can't load shit unless I'm on Wi-Fi. But so I've been this whole month I've been struggling, but I, I got to set up the, my service, my service restarts on the 27th every month. So I only got three days of this shitty service. I'm back to unlimited, unlimited, but you talk, I have been struck. Cause you know, I do delivery driving. So like, Oh, bro, I've been struggling. Like I'll get to like, uh, if I'm at the house and I get one, I set their address First of all, first, if it's somewhere like a restaurant that I know where it's at, I'm good. But if I don't know where that's at, what I'll do is I'll open Google Maps and Google Map the restaurant I'm supposed to go to. Then I'll open up the Apple Maps and put in the address. So I'll use Google Maps to give me to the restaurant and then Maps to get me to their house. Bro, I've been struggling my ass off with this delivery driving with basically no GPS. You basically free balling it, basically. Bro, I, I looked out this past week. All of most of them have been at this HEB right around the corner. So I know where it's at. And uh, and I, so all I got to do is when I get to HEB, if I'm in the curbside, it's close enough to the store, I hop on their Wi Fi there. So when I mm -hmm. get there, when I hop on the Wi Fi, I put in their address while I'm waiting for them to bring the stuff out and I just head to their head to the apartment. But three days left and I have, I'm back to being able to just use my phone when I'm not on the internet. <laughs> but it's been a struggle, bro. Cause I was gonna, cause I was gonna, uh, cause when that happened, I can't just upgrade back up to the, uh, the unlimited, unlimited. I have to pay the full price. So I would have yeah. paid 30 for the plan that just restarted. I had to pay another 55 or 60. That's it's 80, $90. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, I'm gonna just wait out the month. <laughs> nah, just, yeah. That's I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, hell no. That's, that's too much. That is too much. <laughs> Uh, but shit. All right. Um, 
well, we can't do the Vegas odds for um, for NFL because it's already sorry. But let's do the odds for let's do the odds for the basketball games for the next. Let's just do the next couple of days. Well, we won't do the whole week since the shit's on the games. All right, let's just do for Monday and Tuesday because that I'm. Time. I'm about to look it up right now, and it, I know there's going to be a shit ton of games. Well, we got to do today, too, because only one game started. All right, we'll, but we'll do it quick. We'll do it quick. All right. I don't even have the score on this. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. I do. I'm lying. All right. So, today, we got, right now, Hornets are beating the Nets. Oh, it's a minute 30 left. It's 109.95. Hornets are about to beat the Nets. Hornets are about to go 4-0. No, they're about to go 3-0. Anyway, and Nets are about to go one and two. Anyway, Celtics Rockets. Who you got? Celtics. Grizzlies Lakers. I'm gonna go with Lakers. Orlando Knicks. I'm gonna go with Orlando. Ugh. Knicks are a twelve point favorite on the spread. That's huge. And basketball. Just wait. Just wait. It'll be a good game. They yeah. might the Knicks might pull it out, but it's gonna be a close game. I feel like it, it won't. Julius Randle's playing out of his freaking mind. He's almost yeah. averaging a he's almost averaging a triple double. He's averaging that's, 28, 9, and 8. That's okay. It only takes one game to get off your mo your mojo. Not Julius Randle. He averaged almost 30 points. You don't get off your mojo at almost averaging 30 points a game. Okay. All right, we'll see. Anyway, Philly, OKC. Philly. Uh, Warriors, Kings. Warriors. Okay. Okay. Tomorrow we got – I'll just do the games that are worth mentioning. Celtics, Hornets. I'll take Hornets on that. Hornets might pull something out. They might. They might. They Bulls, Raptors. Woo. I'm going Bulls. That's tough because I like I like the Bulls lineup, but I'm a huge Scotty Barnes fan right now. I'm a huge. I think he I think he might be on. I I think him and Davion Mitchell are my top two right now for a uh, player uh, uh, rookie of the year. Oh man, um, not the dude from Houston. He's playing out his mind. Yeah, but I mean that's I feel like every, that's everybody's top pick too. I'm not trying to be like everybody else. Um, no, but Jalen Green does have a good chance of winning it too. Um, that game, uh, Raptors Bulls, man, that's a. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Raptors. All right, and then we got uh, that one doesn't matter. Portland Clippers. I'll take Clippers on that. You take Clippers. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Dame. Uh, I mean, there's not really anything else. All right, and then we'll skip because it's like Bucks, Pacers, Hawks, Detroit, Wizards, Nets, Miami, Orlando. Uh, and then let's go to Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday, Lakers, Spurs. Hold up, I might see how much the tickets cost. I might be at that game. <laughs> uh, but Lakers, Spurs, Lakers, Rockets, Mavericks, Mavericks. Denver, Utah. Ooh. I'm going to go with Denver on this one. Sixers, Knicks. I'm going Knicks. 
I'll probably go with Knicks too. And then Warriors Thunder. Warriors for sure. Uh, okay. All right. Those are the games coming up. Let me hold up now. Tuesday. Oh my gosh, the nosebleeds are $50. <laughs> That's crazy. Just because uh it's the Lakers. Man. $60 for the nosebleeds? Bro, the nosebleeds are so hot. You can do this and damn near touch the roof of the arena. And you're $70, $80 for these nosebleeds. Oh, hell no. Nah. That's crazy, ain't it? Just because, bro, I might have to because I've never been to a game to see Melo play ever. Or LeBron. My top two favorite all-time players. And uh, Westbrook's also my top five favorite all-time. I could go to one of these games and see three out of my five in one game. Low-key. Go ahead and put an order for it. Hell no, I ain't got no money. I got to make sure I got no money to eat next week. What are we talking about? $50? Nosebleeds? Come on now. I'm a delivery Uh, driver. I can't be making that much money. uh, All right. I think that's all I got. My McAllister. It's early. Get my McAllister's at Sam. I'm starving more right now. I'm about to hit it, heat up some some ramen real quick, just to hold me over until dinner. Some ramen. Some ramen. 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 Nah, bro. I still look like I'm in college, bro. I still eat ramen and all that stuff. Shit, get you a spud, bro. What's a spud? It's just it's a baked potato from McAllister's. McAllister's doesn't sound bad, bro. I might I might join in with you on that. Uh, bro, I, so I, I didn't like McAllister's. Well, I'm not a big daily sandwich place. Like Subway, I mean, I used to go Subway all the time because it's Subway, there's all Subway or whatever. And, you know, it's Subway. Five dollars mm-hmm. for long, it was cheap. They don't have those anymore. But anyway, uh, one of my friends in college, they used to always go to McAllister's and get sandwiches. I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't, like if I'm going to go get food, I don't want a daily sandwich. You know, I could make that at the house. Because, you know, me, I cook all my meals. I used to make all stuff at home. So if I'm going to actually spend money on food, I want it to at least be, like, some food. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, something legit. And then one day, my mom was like, hey, let's go to McAllister's. I don't know if I told this story or not. But anyway, let's go to McAllister's. So when McAllister's, she's like, oh, they got they got these things called spud. I was like, what the hell is a spud? It's a spud. Mm-hmm. So it's a baked potato because my mom knows I love baked potatoes. It's a baked potato. I was like, oh, a potato with baked, you say? It's the best baked potato on the face of this planet. They got a grilled chicken spud, a grilled chicken bacon spud. So you, they got grilled chicken, like it's grilled chicken in it. They got, they sprinkle the bacon and the cheese. And it's like the spud, the potato like, is huge. It's this big. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you know, throw some salt in there, mix it up with some butter. It's so, and then I get, I always get a side of potato soup, like the loaded potato soup you get at like restaurants. So it's got mm-hmm. the potato soup in there. It's got the bacon with the, that's straight carbs. It's all the carbs. <laughs> and they sprinkle the bacon on there with the cheese. It's so good. And then once I eat a little bit of potato and I kind of hollow out the center, I'll pour the loaded potato soup inside the baked potato. My mouth is watering right now, bro. 
Man. It's when I say you making me so good. Let's wrap this shit up. I when I say it. it's the best potato on the face of this planet, I say that with every fiber in my body, man. You making me want to low key and go get it. That's so good. Oh, yeah, my mouth just started while I was describing it. <laughs> I was you know what, bro? Drool. We eat on the couches right now. We put a uh, order in right now. For I got my order set up. I just gotta wait because I can't eat this early. Nah, snack around that, until about seven thirty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat this ramen, and I'm gonna go get this junk in like the next like two hours. Put an order in right now. Jeez, but nah. All right, our special edition episode sixty spectacular, and then we'll try out that our live our first live episode in uh, November. Uh, are we gonna do that that Friday or Thursday? Whatever you want. <laughs> Let's do it Saturday. So, like, we have shit. Like, it's not the first day. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we've already done shit. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I'm going to film everything for my YouTube channel. <laughs> Bet. Say less then. Right, so, hopefully, I catch some people doing some stupid shit. But I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get caught up with no shit. Uh, me either. We in All right. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything you want to say, Mitch? Oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Y'all heard it here. We appreciate y'all 60 episodes in. We got more to come, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. This is the Garden 615. We appreciate it, and we are out.